0: Now, throughout this lecture, this, this week, what we concentrate our mind on is who is the Holy Spirit and the duties of the Holy Spirit. And we recognize, we recognize that uh, in the book of John, chapter 16, from verse 12, it says, I have more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when He, the Spirit of truth, comes, He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak of His own. He will speak only what He hears. And He will tell you what is yet to come. He will bring glory to me by taking from what is mine and making it note to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. If we look at that very sentence, all that belongs to the Father is mine. You will agree with me. Psalm 24, shall we read together? The earth is the Lord. The world. For. And established it. Stop. Jesus says back, that's a, 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 a John, 50, verse 15. He says, He will take what is mine and He will give it to you. And then He ended by saying, All the Father has is mine. Okay? Now, to understand that spiritual father, we have to inqu- inquire, what does the father have? What has the father? We have known that Jesus says, all that the father has belongs to him. And the Holy Spirit is the administrator who will bring everything from him and he will give it to you. So, the job of the Holy Spirit is to bring to you whatever Jesus has. Okay? And this is promised for everybody. And then it says, all that the Father has are mine. Therefore, we inquire, what has the Father has? And then we discover, Psalm says, the earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof. Now, no, 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 Understand. First of all, the earth is the Lord's. This ground is the earth. It belongs to the Lord. And the fullness thereof, everything under the ground, on the surface of the ground, below the ground, above the ground, belongs to the Father. Then he now says, the world, all right? This planet, and everything that lives in them, either they are devils, demons, man, angels. They belong to the Lord. Now understand this. And Jesus said, The Holy Spirit will take what is mine. And he will give it to you. And then he says, All the Father has is mine. Therefore, for every blessing you can ever get, either tangible or intangible blessings, either physical or spiritual, emotional or psychological any blessing that you and i can get at all who brings it holy spirit say it again holy come on come on come on talk to me holy say it again holy say it one more time holy now how would you understood this therefore if i were you instead of chasing money who do i chase instead of chasing wealth who do i chase Come on now. <laughs> Instead of chasing a man, who do I chase? Because man cannot fulfill the function. Government cannot fulfill the function. Okay? They can only give you little things that they have in their possession, which of course they will consider themselves false before thinking about you. But there is somebody who Jesus has given to you who is all-encompassing, I call him. I want your reasoning to just spread out before I take you into a specific tonight. Alright. So whatever you want, Holy Ghost gave you. So, if Christians or Christians know this, they will pursue the Holy Spirit more than anything. They will seek the Holy Spirit more than anything. Lack of anything is lack of the Holy Spirit. Inability to know what happened before tragedy strike, it is inability to understand the Holy Spirit. Really being confused is because you don't intimate yourself with the counselor who should direct you. Why should you be confused? When you have the Holy Spirit who should reveal to you past, present, and future. Then we see that the Holy Spirit is the paramount in the should be the paramount in the church. In the life of any believer is the Holy Spirit. But let me say this you know, wonder the devil makes believers to take Holy Spirit as the last resort. Is a trick of Satan. After you have suffered enough, then you start seeking him. Why don't we change priority tonight? That's what we agreed to do, isn't it? I want to show you how easy and simple it is to operate in the power. Now, I said a statement that some people may, may, may agitate about. I said the gift of healing is for everybody. The gift of deliverance is for everybody. And I use the word deliverance because of I want everybody to understand it. Why do I say it's for everybody? Before I take you to the nine gifts of the the Spirit. If you look at the book of Acts chapter 8 verse 34. Shall we read it together? Acts chapter 10 verse 34, sorry. Read it. 38, 38, 10, 38. Let's read together. While you were reading this, some people are just trying to catch up. They are just trying to look at what is on the board. Now, all of us focus on the board. I want to read it with life. Want to go. How God anointed Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Now, before I take you to the gift of the Spirit, I want us to just understand the literal meaning of the Bible. It says how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with Holy Spirit and power. And how He went about doing what? Good. Alright? And healing everybody under the path of the devil. Alright? Because? Now, which means that anyone that God is with can do what Jesus did. Do we agree with that? Can you see what I'm saying? If God is with anyone, that person can do exactly what Jesus did. Because the reason why Jesus could do it was because God was with him. Are we in agreement? Okay, now, but God was with him, but God did something to him. Which enabled those things to manifest. Which is the beginning. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with Holy Spirit and power. So, when God anoints a man with Holy Spirit and power, God will stay with the man and the man will go about doing good. The man has the capacity of God to do the good that God would have done if he was not the physical. Are we in agreement? Now, someone is saying to me that but that is Jesus. That is Jesus. Look at the book of John 17. Let's read John 17 from verse 20 to 22. Shall we read it together? My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message. Then the next verse. That all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I love that. Let's read that scripture together. Did you see that now? So, what is the glory? How God anointed Jesus with Holy Ghost and power. Alright? So, the Bible tells us the only thing that God did to Jesus, He anointed Him with Holy Ghost and power. And Jesus here called it glory. The glory of God. And Jesus said, I am leaving this world. I'm not going with the glory. I have given it to them. I hope somebody will catch what I'm saying. Someone is not very satisfied. Look at verse 17 of this very verse too. What I want you to understand today is that inside you today is the power to heal. Is the power to cast out devils. All demons. You can cast them out. You don't need to fast for it. You only need to understand that what I'm saying is true. You believe it, you cast out the devils. Look at what it says here. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is what? The next verse says, shall we read it together? Say it again. Read it one more time. Say after me. God sent Jesus. Jesus sent me. Holy Ghost empowers me. Say it again. God sent Jesus. Jesus sent me. Holy Ghost empowers me. When I tell you to speak the word, speak to your spirit. God sent Jesus. And Jesus sent me. Holy Ghost empowers me. There is no difference between me and Jesus. No difference between me and Jesus. Because Jesus says, As the Father sent him, He has sent me. So you can read Acts 10 verse 38 like this. How God anointed Alfred Williams with Holy Spirit and power and how he went about doing good and healing everyone under the path of the devil because Jesus was with him. Now read it to yourself now. Read it again. How God anointed Alfred Williams with Holy Ghost and power and how he went about doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil because God was with him. How God anointed Alfred Williams with Holy Ghost and power and how he went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil because God was with him. How God anointed Alfred Zyvylos by tremendous Williams with Holy Spirit and power and how he went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil. Because God was with him, put your hands together for the King of Heaven. The first time I went to do crusade, I did not fast. I went, and the crusade they were telling me that, you know, we need to fast, and we need to pray. I told them I have prayed already. I have never seen Jesus praying when he was going to it. I have seen a Jesus who talks to the Father all the time. And that's what I do. And when I'm going for crucifix, I just tell him, I'm going for the work you sent me. Because if as he sent the Son, he sends me, then anytime I go in the name of the Son, I carry the very anointing upon the Son. He says so. Jesus said, I am sending them... Not empty, just as you sent me. All the angels available to me, is available to them. All the powers available to me, is available to them. And he says there's no difference between me and them when it comes to the mission. In the book of Luke chapter, chapter uh, 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 9, he sent the 12. In the book of Luke chapter 10, he sent the 72. And you will discover, each time he sent them in those days, he gave them power and authority, because the Holy Ghost has not come upon them yet. And when Jesus was saying these things, he said, I pray not only for these people here, but I pray for you and I too. Jesus prayed for you, and he prayed for me. Those who will believe their message And you and I came to be born again because we believe in the message of the apostles. They wrote the epistles. It is the epistles that gave us salvation, not the Old Testament. Somebody say amen. Amen. So when Jesus was speaking categorically, he did not miss his words. Neither does he mean there is no mystery in what he has said. He spoke a human language in a literary standing that as God sent me, I am sending them. Everything available to me when I obey the sending of God is available to them because they are also obeying God through me by going in my name. You remember that? John chapter 16, we looked at it, it says, And the Holy Ghost will testify to me. Yeah? Come on now. Come on now. Look at the book of Mark, chapter, chapter, chapter 16, the last verse of Mark. Very quickly. What does he say? Shall we do it together? Jesus said, Holy Ghost will testify to me. And when Jesus had sold them, then the disciples went. Look, let me say this to you. The disciples went everywhere and the Lord walked with them. And confirm his word with signs and wonders. You can see the correlation of the scripture. Alright? The origin of the scripture is the book of Acts. That is the book that revealed the mystery of Jesus' success. The reason why Jesus could heal Bathymus, the blind man, he could heal the leper, Jesus could raise Jairus' daughter, and Jesus could call forth the decaying body of Lazarus, and he obeyed instantly. The reason why Jesus, the woman with the issue of blood, taught Jesus, and instantly she was made whole. The reason why Jesus' power was coming out of his body, and he was healing everybody, the reason is because God anointed Jesus with Holy Ghost and power. And this Bible tells me, not only Jesus... God anointed him with holy ghost and power. He went about doing good because God was with him. And this scripture tells me also the disciples went out and preached everywhere and the Lord walked with them and confirmed his word by signs that accompanied them. So it means that Jesus Christ was with them. And so because he was with them and as Father sent him, he sent them. Then Jesus began to do the same thing he did while he was alone. To every believer. Not to some, but to all. Satan doesn't want you to understand that. So to cast out devil, you are not a superman. You are just behaving normally. A Christian who does not cast out devil, or who is afraid of demons, is abnormal. I would gather now. A human being who does not speak, is abnormal. They call it abnormality. A human being who cannot see, they call it abnormality. A human being who cannot walk, Because abnormality. A woman being who can a Christian who cannot cast out devil is abnormal. Why? Look at verse 17 of the same mark. We shall read it together, shall we want to go? Uh Uh-huh. Yes. The next verse says. Now, let me help you understand this. The first thing it says that the signs will do is that they will cast out what? These signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They will do what? Come on, say it very lively. I can't hear you. Tell to someone beside you. He didn't hear you well. Uh-huh, maybe he's just listening now. So, to cast out devil is the ministry of a baby Christian. Deliverance ministry is for babies. Those who have acquainted themselves with righteousness start seeing visions and revelations. If anybody says I'm a deliverance minister, you are just a baby. Because the first sign a newly born again should exhibit is the ability to cast out demons. Alright? Now because Jesus says so, the day you give your life to Jesus, sign is something a person stamp on another thing to tell others a message. Okay? If you are driving on the road and you see the sign of dead end, government is telling you that don't go further. Or the sign that says end of it is a ditch. You stop your car. So, and the, the metal that carries the sign does not advocate for sign. It is a choice of the government to pick any metal they like And whichever metal they pick to put the sign on is the one that carries the sign. There are some symbols that carry sign that is power. Once you see the seal, you know it's of the queen, you can't break it. When you see the seal of the court, you can't mess about. But the paper is not the one who advocated that among papers, I want to be chosen to carry the seal of the court. Therefore, it is not you and I who advocated For any sign from God, it is God in His sovereignty and mercy and benevolence and power and graciousness that picked us out of this world. And Jesus said, once you accept me as your Lord and Savior, what happened? I stamp you. Listen to me. So anywhere the the plate or the symbol that carries sign goes, the sign follows Him. That sign will remain with that symbol until the owner decides otherwise, or until the symbol is dead. Therefore, from the day you are born again, you have been stamped with the Holy Spirit. Ephesians say so. That Holy Spirit sign says one. Cast out all devils. Two, Speak in tongues. Three. Any deadly poison you drink will not hurt you. Four. Lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You all carry this sign everywhere since you were born again. Everywhere since you are born again. But you see, when demons see you, they recognize the sign. When sickness see you, they recognize the sign. But for the sign... To be able to be effective, the carrier of the sign must be in the place that the owner of the sign has commissioned him. And he has to show the sign. To be able to manifest the sign. So, in some of the roads, you see right on. Some people will turn it to left turn. It happened, isn't it? And when you get there, I went to, you know, uh, 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 Reverend Collier's uh, uh, meeting about four days ago. uh, uh, Two weeks ago or so. I came out of the church where they're having the meeting. And I didn't know it's one way. So I turned to the left instead of turning to the right. As I turned to the left was a policeman just driving his car down. Are you with me now? So I was in my collar and I turned left. because It's a one way that goes to the right. But I turned left and right in front of the bus is the policeman. The bus was beeping the horn. Bang, bang. The policeman did not make any hassle. He just put on his revolving lights. Alright, so when the policeman put up his revolver, like what he's saying to you, park, isn't it? So, and then, some people now said, wrong way, wrong way, one way stop. And I took the car, and I turned it, as I was going to turn, the policeman came down, and he said, what is happening? I said, I just came out of the church, and I turned left. There is no sign. I don't know that this is no left turn. Okay? And the place said, All right, all right, all right, Vicar. Please, you can go. You can go. As a minister, I cannot lie. Okay? And he said, Okay. And he now stopped all the vehicles coming for me. And I turned back. The second day when I came, I was not told. As I came out of the same place, I turned what? To the right. Because the sign is now informed. So, when I came that day, I went and looked at the entrance and I saw the sign. Are you with me now? Let me say this to you, therefore. If, as a Christian, you keep your sign down, nobody knows you have the sign. But you have to raise your sign up. When you see sickness, how you approach sickness, you tell the sickness if you have the power. When you see demon possessed, how you approach them, we tell the demons whether you have the power. But you see something? You and I have been stamped by Jesus with the sign. But the time has come for you to what? Manifest the signs. Come on somebody. You will manifest the sign. Before you didn't know you had the sign. But now you know it. When you see a demon somewhere, flag your sign. If you see a sickness somewhere, flag your sign. Let me say something to you. Play the role of the policeman. When the policeman came to me, he was not afraid because he had the duty to arrest anybody who break the sign law. Okay, he could say to me, "Back." He could say to me, "Can I see your particulars?" He could say to me, "I give you this producer. Go and produce yourself in the in the police station." He has the power. To deal with anybody who breaks the law. You have the power to heal anybody who is sick. You have the power to cast out any demon from anybody. It does not matter whether the demon is small or mid-range or big. It does not matter how much he makes noise. You have the power to cast the demon. Why? Because Jesus says, These signs shall follow all who believe. You only need to be born again, that's all. We see in the Bible, some people who were not born again went to com- command a demon possessed in the name of Jesus Christ that Paul preached. Hallelujah. And the, the demon said that we know the Paul and we know the one who they are preaching about. Who are there? Because there is no seal of salvation on them. You know, I love the song that says... Uh, with the beginning of the song says uh, you know the the, the topic the, the chorus of the song says you know you all know it. My head is working so, so many information again to my head. But I want to sing this song before I continue. It says, This is my story. Yes, hold it. I got it now. Holy Ghost, please. Now it said, Blessed are sure. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a fortress of glory divine. Here of salvation, purchase of blood, born of his spirit, washed in. Stop. Do you not say that you share in his glory? Isn't it? Eh? Please again. Blessed are you all. Stop. What are you sure about? You are born again. What are you sure about? As the Father sent me, Jesus said, I have sent you what are you sure about? What is the blessed assurance? The blessed assurance is that these signs shall follow all who believe. Once you have crossed from death to life, you can do anything that Jesus did. The glory that God gave Jesus is yours for free. It says, Oh, what a of glory. Don't let anybody rob you. If one of your brother is casting out devils, he should not take a mick of you, is it make you call it Mike or make making of you? <laughs> Hallelujah! Because one of your brothers is cast now devil, he shouldn't become a monster among you, because he's only doing what you all can do. He's only he only needs to show you all that if I cast a demon out of you, they don't come back tomorrow. You have to go cast out from somebody else. That's what he ought to do to you. I can stand on earth today to say these things. Because I will share with you some manifestation about deliverance. When I got angry with Satan, I decided that, okay, I've been doing crusade in the city. Satan are not in the city. Where do they live? They live in villages and I started going to them in their village. To their principalities, not their doors. I will call that man a deliverance minister. If we really have the power to deliver, who do we go to? Those who are possessed. And those who control the demons, they don't live in cities. They live in wretched forests. Listen, but because some of us have been misled, that you see that deliverance is a gift, and among the nine gifts of the Spirit, deliverance is not there. Hallelujah, somebody. Someone also says that, you know, not everybody can just heal the sick. I disagree with it because Jesus said otherwise. He said this follow all who someone says to me that but the apostle says, you know, you know, young Christians should not be allowed to go to demons because you know some demons fight back. I don't understand that. Let me show you the fourth battle. Revelation chapter seven, verse twelve. It says, And there was war in heaven. He said, Michael and his angel fought against the dragon. And he says what? And the dragon did what? Fought back. <laughs> eh? Who started the battle? Michael. Not the dragon. The dragon was gallivanting and messing about, according to the book of Isaiah. And Michael said, what a mess in this place. Like Satan is messing up your family. It is your own duty to say, oh, I had enough. I had enough. I didn't know I had the power to cast out devil. Okay, devil in my family. I bind you in the name of Jesus. He will be bound from that day. Instead of you crying and running about. The authority you carry is the same as Jesus carried. I will gather. The Bible says, Michael and his angel fought against the dragon, and the dragon did what? Fought back. Satan will fight back. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Do you expect a fight without a fight back? The Bible says, therefore, even though Babylon shall shall rise like the sky, it shall be brought low to the graves. What is the next verse? Let's see what happened after I fought back. Shall we say it together? But he was not. Say it again. Say it again. Say it one more time. Why? Because God was with them. It doesn't matter. What year you got born again, the day you bo- got born again, you can cast out the biggest demon from the biggest demonized person. Why? Because you are casting him out because Jesus had given you the authority in his name. And if anybody fights you for exercising your God-given right, who will fight him? The God who gave the right. It's not your business. I've met myself said that they went on mission and then they fell sick. I never felt sick. And I don't know which mission they went. I don't know it. I, I tell you, I don't know it. All the mission they will go in the city and stay in five-star hotel. That is what is making you sick. Because you went to five-star hotel. <clears throat> there is a mission in Africa that we go. I was in mission one day. <clears throat> and I called all the pastors. And we went on Jesus' march in the village. And then I said, turn left. And we turned left. At the entrance of the left was a hut that had been built for over 100 years. They call it the house of Satan, Lucifer. And when we penetrated into the, into, the, into the bush, they said, no, you can't enter the bush. Ministers told me that. They were born there. They grew up there. I said, why? They said, this is forbidden forest. They said, those who go there, they are the, those people. Only the occultics go there. Nobody goes there. I said, nobody goes there. I said, excuse me, who forbade the forest? They said, our forefathers. I said, with what did they pronounce it, forbidden? They said with their mouth. I said to them, the book of Isaiah told me, worms will eat their mouth. If with mouth they call it for, forbidden, I also use my mouth to say from today, it's unforbidden, and I moved. Everybody followed me. We entered the forbidden forest. We confronted at the valley of the forbidden forest. It is a river. By the river is a man who does not come out with cowrie all over his body. We went straight to the shrine. The man came out floating in the air. That is nonsense. The works of necromancers are nonsense. The works of witches are useless. Those who speak for them are blind. Isaiah 44 verse 9. Those who worship idols are nothing and the things they treasure are worthless. Those who will speak for them are blind. He said they are ignorant to their own shame. Why should you be intimidated by liars? Get up out of lying, my friend. You can cast out everyone, devil. Satan fight back and so what? The Bible says he was not strong enough. If he was not strong enough in the first battle, because they went in the name of the Lord and the word of God. Look at verse 11 of that scripture. How did they win the battle? Why was Satan not strong enough? Verse 11. He said they overcame him by what? Say it again. Say it again. And by what? That is the scriptures. Say it, the blood of Jesus. I don't hear that. Say it again. Say it again. The blood of Jesus. One of my minister friends said that they went to a, 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 a cruise, And all these people started confronting them. They were shouting... They was they, they were chanting, they were chanting, chanting, chanting all their rubbish, and they, they, the brethren just said, What shall we do? They just said, Want to go, the blood of Jesus. You see, this time around that we're talking about one of those possessed, which is the priestess, had she 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 went to a pole, electric pole that is cemented under the ground with footing, engineering footing. She picked that pole and pulled out the structure members, a pole that Probably about 12 men cannot pull out. It will take a bulldozer to pull it out. And she took that bulldozer by demonic power. And she pulled it out. A slim girl. She held the pillar. And her eyes were was, was so wild. And she threatened to come to the brethren to chase them. And the brethren stood and said, what should we do? One, two, go. The blood of Jesus. That girl began to roll with the pillar. The blood of Jesus. She began to roll with the pillar. When they said the blood of Jesus the third time, she hit the pillar on the ground. Together with herself, onto the floor. And they rebuked the spirit, cast the demon out of find the name of Jesus. All the rest of the court fled. They were not ministers. They were Christians like you. One of them is a minister. Dr. Ayoloa, listen to me. Satan doesn't want you to know who you are. What marks a child of God is the ministry of signs and wonders. The Bible says, and my children that you have given to me are signs and wonders in this age. You are a sign and a wonder. Yes. I can't hear you. You are a sign and a wonder. Yes. I can't hear you. You are a sign and a wonder. Yes. The angels used the blood of Jesus before the blood was shed. When the devil, with his cohorts, rose up against them, angels recognized there are two things you can finish the devil. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. By Him, all things we are made. Apart from Him, was not made. John 1 1. And then they recognized what about the Word? He became flesh. And he dwelt among us. We beheld his glory. And he went to the cross. And he was sacrificed on the cross. He shed his blood that he may, be, he may ransom many. And so they took the word and they took the blood. And they confronted the devil. The Bible say the devil was not strong enough. If by the blood and the word he was not strong enough before. Up to today, guess what? He cannot be strong enough with you. So when you see a demon possessed, don't ask them what is the name of the demon. You have no business with that. Cast him out in the name of Jesus. What do you want to do with names of demons when you haven't known angels? Huh? Cast the demon out of there. You have the power to do so. Do you agree with me? Yes, sir. Let me take you a little bit more journey. Satan has come to his end. Amen. Yes. The glorious church is about to be born. It is the church of many who know the Lord himself, who cannot doubt what Jesus has said. They will do great experts in this season. Jesus appeared to me on the 16th of June, the 17th of June last month, this year. That was two months ago. When I asked him what is next in the church, and he said, come over, let me show you. And he took me to the streets. And I saw God's people on the streets casting out devils and healing the sick on the on the market streets. And I saw people, thousands and thousands of people screaming on the roads, on the marketplace streets, surrendering their life to Jesus Christ by the manifestation of power. Now let me say this to us. We all have a consensus, those of us who are theologians, time is a is the greatest enemy of mankind. I will stop in just about ten minutes. God's willing. Let's see some few things. I, I have uh, this is to call from your heart, whatever. Satan, <laughs> no good die better. Come on now. You know when, Je- when the Holy Ghost came, I want to show you the pattern of the first church, that's the Church of Jesus Christ. I hope you can see me guys there. Uh-huh. Now we read yesterday in acts chapter 2 all right let's go through that again acts chapter 2 verse 1 when the day of Pentecost came or fully come they were all to, they were to, they were all together in one place it thorn, suddenly a sound like the blowing of violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting then it, they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire That separated and came to rest on each one of them. Then look at this. Shall we read that together? And all. So who gave them the tongues? It is by the enablement of the Holy Spirit. Isn't it? So because Holy Spirit came upon them. He enabled them. As God anointed Jesus. He enabled him. Yes. Now. Haven't they spoke in tongues by the enablement of the Holy Spirit? Look at what happened in verse 11, chapter 3. It talks about Peter now preaching the first sermon. Peter preached his first sermon. He says, While the beggar After preaching his first sermon, let me say this. It really begins from chapter 3, verse 1. After Peter preached his first sermon, 5,000 people were were saved. Then in chapter 3, it says, one day, from verse 1, Peter and John were going out to the temple at the time of prayer, at 3 in the afternoon. Now a man crippled from birth was being carried to the temple, temple gate, called Beautiful where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple. Okay? When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him and did John. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get some, something from them. Then Peter said, silver or gold I do not have. But what I have I give you in the name of who? Jesus Christ of Nazareth. What did he say? Walk. Peter has never healed the sick after the Holy Ghost. But Peter was with Jesus. He was among those who prayed in chapter 9 of Mark for the boy who was demon possessed, oppressed by demons, and nothing happened. And Jesus said to them, You unbelieving generation, how long shall I be with you? Peter was one of them. But this time Jesus wasn't there. But Peter believed. That Jesus said, These signs shall follow those who believe. Huh? You know, sometimes when somebody is with you, you don't appreciate them. But when they are gone, you now have faith. Hallelujah. Especially children, when their father tells them that one day I will leave you, you know, I will leave you and I will go. You will now have to handle yourself. And they are all playing around. It happened to me. When my father tells me that when I'm old and I go, he said, all of you be afraid when you hear my voice after I'm dead. I said, I won't be afraid. I said, if I hear your voice, I'm going to pierce the veil anywhere that voice is coming from. And you and I will wrestle it out. And my father said, you... He said to me that you will handle yourself in those days. I said, don't don't talk about that. You are not dying now. You gave birth in the old age, so you will live longer. But when my father died, my eyes opened. That this man really died though. (laughs) 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 He had been telling me that you are the first son of my house. All responsibility will be on your head. So when he died now, my junior brother was calling me, my senior brother was calling me, my uncles were calling me, my aunties were calling me. Ah, I expected you guys to tell me what to do. No, they said, what do you want? Then I woke up from slumber. So are the apostles. When Jesus was there, when he talks to them, he said, okay, we hear you. You are, you are always there, you know. This death matter, you won't die just like that. Why should you die? You are so young. Really, Peter was older than him. You can't die, you know. Maybe Peter has told him that I'm older, I will die first and then. Master, but you know something? When he died, they woke up. He went to the beautiful gate and he remembered the master. That the master, what would the master have done to a crippled man in the front of the church? What would bring a crippled man to the church than to walk? So, as the master did it and master promised that... In my name you will cast that devil. In my name, you hear the sick. So he said to the man, Look at me. And the man stared at him and he said, Silver or gold have I not. But what I have in the name of Jesus Christ of who? Nazareth. Stand and walk. And when the man was too sluggish, he pulled the man up and the man started running. Hallelujah, somebody. For you to manifest, for the Holy Spirit to testify, you have to speak. You have to speak. In the name of Jesus. You see, what happened to many of you is that you always look at the condition and you magnify the condition above God. As if God is helpless. God wants you to speak. And then the Holy Spirit will glorify the Son. In the name of the Son. Did you see this? Let me show you a few more, and then we pray. He says. So, the man walked. When the man walked, I love this. People were amazed. And it says in verse 12, when Peter saw this, the amazement of people, this man now jumping all over the whole place, he said to them, men of Israel, why does this surprise you? When we operate in miracle, it should not surprise you, church. He said, Why do you stare at us as if we as if by our own power or goodness or godliness we have made this man walk? Children of God, listen to me. When you see a man of God saying, anointing, 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 look at, look at, look at, look at. He's not of God. He's not of God. Because the power to work miracle does not belong to us. We don't own it. It is the Holy Spirit that owns it. And when we speak, He testifies to the Son. So if I work miracle among you, it doesn't make me anything it only helps me to tell you that if god can do it through me he can do it through you some of you god will have used you better than us but unbelief, believe you look at the physical to diminish the spiritual someone says that but you are called my calling is different my calling is to teach you okay but your calling is to manifest what i teach all of us have to manifest god and so, they were going to idolize Peter. Peter said, hey, you guys. Do you think it's by own power? Why do you stare at us? As if it's by own power, godliness. The God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. The God of our fathers has glorified his servant Jesus. You handed him over to be killed. And you disown him before Pilate. Though he had, he, he had decided to let him go. You disown the holy and righteous one and ask that a murderer be released to you. Now listen to this. You kill the author of life. Mm-mm-mm-mm. But God raised him from the dead. We are what? Witnesses of this. Now let's read verse in together. By faith in the name of Jesus, this man whom you see and now and, and know what made whole. It is Jesus' name. And the faith that comes through him. Can you see what? Can you see what I'm telling you? How many of you have faith in the name of Jesus with your hands to me? So you can do the same thing. That's what Peter is saying. You can do the same thing. Cheap. Easy does it. But you must have faith. Not in yourself. But in the name of Jesus. Another thing I want to receive is this. Whenever Jesus uses a man a miracle, and the man begins to try to divert attention of people to himself. He's a messenger of the devil. He got his reward. When this man walked, who did Peter point to? Jesus. It's another opportunity to tell people what Jesus does. It's another opportunity to tell people that you are, I'm just the same like you. I'm not different from you. I'm just an ordinary man. But by faith in the name of Jesus, this is done. If you also have faith in the name of Jesus, as Jesus said in the book of Mark 19, he says, for everything is possible for those who... Look, when you go to meetings where people are falling, stand! If the minister push you, push him back. Push him back. If I go to any meeting and the minister come and they are pushing people, pushing people, pushing I will stick my head to the front. As he pushes me, I push him too. So he will fall by my own anointing. Which is my pushing. Hallelujah. All the ministers who push people to fall, they are fake. Fake. Fake, 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 fake. Fake. You don't have to push them to fall. And there are some Christians who are fake. When the minister goes, whoo! <laughs> And one person fall. The second fall. They will think that I, I'm the only one standing. <laughs> and then they will go to the ground. And they go to the ground. They go to the ground. <laughs> and people are torn, slain by the Spirit to be the evidence of power. It is not. It is not. The Bible says, after you have done everything to stand. Stand firm, therefore. And it says also to he who is able to keep you from what? From falling. (laughs) What are you falling for? If you fell and you went into a trance, I understand that. If as a cripple you fell and you came out running, I understand that. But if you fell and you came up with nothing, what are you falling for? You need to ask yourself, why did I fall? (laughs) Or go to the minister and tell the minister that I fell and I rose up. Nothing happened. What made me fall? If you say Holy Ghost, tell him that Holy Ghost will not do anything for nothing. Can you tell me, Pastor, what Holy Ghost did when I fell? People will be pushing others. I've seen some minister who will push you and they put their heel to stud you at the back. So that as they, they push you, their heel has gone behind you and push you to the back. So that you have to somersault. Just stand up again and push him too. (laughs) By the grace of God. Push me, I push you. (laughs) Hallelujah, somebody. (laughs) Let me tell you, if you don't have sight, well, the sermon tomorrow, we'll talk about prophetic. I thought about the sermon. I went to preach in the church. Okay? And a woman was there who is the head usher. Hmm? So so I was laying hands on people. She stood to be prayed for. So when I got to her, I looked into her eyes and I saw that she's occult. She's the head of the church, Pentecostal church. But she's occult. And she's full of demons. Even the spirit of evil in her, she had used it over the head of the church. So by the time I was praying for the second, the last, uh, the second to her, or the last person before her, she just fell. Alright? Because I think she also picked it up that this one is different to others. This one can see. Because you see, when God gives you the salmon, I can see demons. Demons know when you see them. They know those who see them. Okay? So when I got to her, they, her minister was standing beside me. You know, people were happy that people are falling. I, I, don't, I don't rejoice over a man's falling. I said, wake that woman up. So they woke her up. And she opened her eyes like this. (laughs) I said, I said, stand up, my girl. She stood up. I said, look at me very well. I want to lay hands on you. I said, so, breathe yourself. Breathe yourself as a woman. She knows what I was talking about. At this time, she was standing, shivering. People thought she was under the auction, but I knew. Fear. Took over because she knew that is the last day. When I laid my hands on her in the name of Jesus, the spirit in her was making noise like you know the old steam engine of a train. But her noise was deafening, and she rolled like a ball and she rolled from the altar to the end of the of the church. And when she got there, she began to manifest. I have laid hands on another woman who fell. And I said, get up. When I lay my hands on her, now she fell to the ground, her breast shot, out, and she carved, she carved, you know, in the front at the back, and she was standing on her breast, pouncing. Yes. It happened in all saints church. She was standing on her breast and pouncing. But the whole of the body didn't touch the ground. Listen to me. So, people fall is nothing. It's better for them to be standing so that they can receive everything God is. But if God slayed them, they will come out with a revelation or a healing or an impartation. Are we together? Yes, sir. We are talking about the ministry of signs and wonders. So, what we are saying is this. Paul, I mean, Peter gave us understanding. To operate the sign, you must have faith in the name of Jesus and not in yourself. In Jesus' name. He said, faith, this man whom you you see and know was made strong or whole. It is is Jesus' name and the faith that comes through him that have given this complete healing. So what do you need to operate to the gift? Faith. Say it again. Faith. Say it again. Faith. In what? In the name of Jesus. There is something I want to see, but Pastor Derek will understand me. And Pastor Elizabeth will understand me. You know, when we talk about the name of Jesus in my dialect, we call it Atamatasi. let me say it to you englishman what i mean is consider a gun and your target is behind you and you shoot the bullet away from the target the bullet will come back and trace the target that is tamahawk cruise missile you know what this tamahawk cruise missile a plane will be going or they shoot it in the in the sea it will go you know like that, as if he doesn't know where he's going. And after going parallel, suddenly he will just change his head to an narrow head. And then you see him running. And he will run past every house because they have computed the coordinate of the spot. He may run, you know, uselessly, but he will come to that very place and take it out. Also, you see the, the the Air Force when they are bombing places. <clears throat> you see one plane will, will set a beam into the place and lock it up. Then you sh- it will shoot. It doesn't matter where he shoots the the missile to. If he shoots the missile to the back, the missile will turn back because it has been computed. And it will go straight. At the beginning, it may be going somewhere else, but it will turn back. <laughs> All right? There is no missing when they, when they send Tamahokos missile or all those missiles. So the name of Jesus is Equipotential. It is potent in any mouth. It carries equal power. Either a baby calls him, a youth calls him, a woman calls him, a man calls him, all oh, call him whoever shall call his name. As long as you have faith in the name, it is equipotential. It shall accomplish that which he has sent it. And that's what I say. I can give you many more references of the Bible. Where miraculous signs and wonders, in the book of Acts chapter 8, when you read from verse 4, it says when the people saw the miraculous signs and wonders performed by Philip, they paid attention. If you go to chapter 19, after the, uh, the, the 12 disciples of John we read last uh, uh, two days ago, it says that, and God did extraordinary miracle in Ephesus. To the extent that the witch doctors brought their their witchcraft, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 witchcraft uh, 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 tools and materials and and, uh, instruments, and they burnt them to ashes. In this our generation, what the generation is waiting for is this season that you and I are—that you will rise up out of this building, and you will be the sign and the wonder in this age, and you will lay hands on the sick, and they shall be healed. And you will open your mouth, you will cast out devil. The Holy Ghost will steer you up whenever there is a need for power to be manifest. You will not speak when God does not speak. And when God shall speak, you will open your mouth. The unction of heaven will rest upon you. In this season, that supernatural signs and wonders will begin to occur in the streets of London. In the streets of the nations of the earth. This is what the Holy Spirit is saying for this hour. But you need to know this. Jesus cannot lie. He says... These signs will follow them who believe. In my name, they will what? Cast out devils. Tomorrow, I'll talk to you about the gifts of the Spirit. Now, but we're talking today on the general instruction. Every one of you can cast out devil. Every one of you can heal the sick. Every one of you can raise the dead. There is no gift of raising the dead anyway. But to do that, You must have what? Faith in the name of Jesus. Stand upon your feet. We're going to pray. You are going to lift up your voice today and begin to pray and say, Father, increase my faith in